Good morning and welcome to Game Changer Devotional. We are certainly glad to have you on the call. Uh, we want to encourage you, if this is your first time, to make this an important part of each week for yourself. And I uh, also want to encourage you, if you're on the call and have been, to pass our call-in number on to someone else if you think they would enjoy being on our call on Wednesday mornings and uh, making this a part of their week. Uh, don't hesitate to do that. Uh, the other thing is, if you uh, do miss a time, you can go to Spotify, and uh, we've got all of the, the uh, recordings on Spotify under Game Changers Devotional, and you can go and listen to those, and you can also share those with other folks if you think there's something that would impact their lives and uh, one of the devotionals that was led prior to uh, the one you hear live today. This morning, Jacob James is going to lead our devotional. I'm going to turn it over to Jacob now. Hey, thank you, Michael. Good morning, everyone. Uh, 2018 was a, a really a changing year for me. Um, and what had happened was I was I didn't want to be offended anymore. I didn't want to be have self pity. I didn't want other things to influence me. And um, so I started beginning listening to a, a Christian psychologist. And uh, I was listening to him speak, and he talked about how eight of ten people. 80% of people, and this is in 2018, studies showed that they allowed outside thoughts, outside feelings, outside judgments to determine their attitudes. But even more shocking than that, something outside of them decided their choices. You're not even free to choose your own choices. And that most people don't even realize it. They go about their day allowing everything outside of them to choose for them. And this psychologist went on to say that we are just reflectors of what is going on around us. And he called these people thermometers. Thermometers. But see, that's not you. And that's not me. And that's not God's children. Because everyone on this call is a thermostat. You set temperature. You should start saying that to yourself every day. Wake up, say your prayers, read your Bible, and then when you go into your workplace, say, I'm not a thermometer, just reflecting the outside temperature. I'm a thermostat. I said it. I said it. And it doesn't matter what happens in the workplace, if my boss is mean, if the traffic's bad, whatever. If there's a pandemic, I said temperature so even when it's cold outside you're hot even when it's volatile not you you're steady and when it's chaotic you're focused and most importantly people or society or culture do not influence you because you are God's child you're God's child. And I tell my young children, you're not a born winner. You're not a born loser. You're a born chooser. So choose. Nothing outside of you makes you. Not unless you consent to it. The door handle is always on your side of the door. Just because you have the urge doesn't mean you have to. See, God talked about this. This very issue is very very important to God, and he spoke of it in the book of Numbers. 
and he talked about it. But why did he talk about it? Why? Why did he talk about this issue? Because he knew right now more relevant than anything you will hear today is this issue and the issue that we're going to talk about today because your protection and your heart matter to God. Father, thank you so much for this morning. God, just right now, I'm going to stop. Father, whatever, two or more gathered in your name, God, you say Jesus will be with us. Father, we need you right now. So, Father, just move me out of the way and say what you want said. Father, I pray these things in your name. Amen. See, this was in the book of Numbers, chapters 22 through 24. You can find it. I encourage you to read it. God was leading his chosen people, the Israelites, to the promised land. The first generation had already failed. He took them right to the steps, right to the entrance of the promised land. And due to a lack of faith, they failed. And so God now has led the second generation. First generation has died off. Now the second generation is, we're going to do it this time. And they're standing at the finish line, just like the generation before them. But could anything trip them up from entering the promised land, the land flowing with milk and honey. But could anything trip them up? And Jesus talks about this very moment. He talks about this moment in the book of Revelation. And Peter talks about it. And Jude warns of this very moment. You see, King Balak, king of the Moab people, he saw these two million Israelites coming. Moab is right outside Canaan the promised land, and he sees the uh, Christian people coming, and he was terrified, scared to death of God's children because he knew they would devour them. He said, they're going to devour us. You see, Moab, the, the Moabite people saw the pillar of cloud over God's children. They saw the pillar of fire over God's children. They had heard about the parting of the Red Sea. They had heard about the plagues in Egypt. And they thought there's only one chance, one chance we have to defeat God's children. We need to put a curse on the people. And so they called this prophet a wayward prophet, a disobedient prophet, a man named Balaam, son of Beor. And they offered, by the way, Balaam, son of Beor, had been gifted by God. Gifted by God, but he didn't, he didn't use that gift for God's glory. He took God's gift and said, I'm going to use it for selfish and personal gain. He was motivated by money, and God knew it. God was, God was in control, and God knew his heart. You see, God was protecting his children. He wasn't going to allow a curse to come on his children. He wasn't going to allow it. And in Isaiah fifty four seventeen, it says it like this. No weapon that is formed against you will succeed, will prosper, and you will condemn every tongue that accuses you in judgment. This is the heritage of God's children. And so every word out of Balaam's mouth that was supposed to be a curse ended up being a blessing. 
blessing after blessing after blessing. You know you can be under that same umbrella of God's protection. We all can. We can all be under that same protection from God. But Balaam was crafty. You see, the Moabite king was angry at Balaam. How could you how could you do this? We hired you to pay you good money to curse the people, and you're blessing them. Mm. So Balaam couldn't bring a curse, but he said, look, I got the one thing, the one thing that you need to know that will help you, King Balaam, defeat God's children. He could not curse them because God's people were under his protection. But what if you could get God's people to walk out from under his protection? And that's exactly what Balaam told the king of Moab to do. Simply lead them away from God, out from under his protection, and here's how you do it. By tempting them with sexual sin, and not only that, just simply check, tempt them to conform to the ways of your culture, your morals, not God's morals, your morals. And God's Christian people bit and walked right out from under his protection by their own will and their own choices, no longer a thermostat setting temperature. They became a thermometer reflecting the temperature of everything around them. And as a result, 24,000 of them died in a plague. Sexual immorality. And the Moab people said, but it's okay. Sexual sin is okay. Everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it. Come on. Hmm. And Jesus sadly said in Revelation 2, talking about this very moment, and he said, today, many of God's children have lost their first love. No longer a lampstand, no longer a light, but chasing the sins of Balaam, of Beor, tempted into going along with the culture, the society, and the world around us. God's children, no longer thermostats. Just thermometers reflecting the temperature of the world around them. But there's good news, and here it is. In that same book, Revelations, the very first chapter, John says, I've got something you can have so you won't have to deal with this. And here it is. In Revelations 1-3, the apostle John said, do these three things, and you will be blessed, and you will be a thermostat. Number one, read God's Word. Read it. You can read. Read it. Number two, hear the word. And number three, take the word to your heart. Take it to heart. Read it. Hear it. Take it to your heart. And do that every single day. Father God, thank you so much for this morning. And Father, the greatest challenge that God's people faced wasn't a hostile army. It wasn't the warriors in Canaan. Father, it was the temptation to compromise their faith, compromise their convictions, their values, their morals. Father God, so often this happens to us. 
that God, you remind us, you remind us that your great love is new every single morning. And your faithfulness is new every single morning. Father, help us today, this week, to be thermostats for you and set our temperature. Pray this in your name. Amen. Jacob, thank you for that devotional this morning, and I think it's very relevant to, um, to what we see today in our society. And I think there's a lot of thermometers out there, and there needs to be more thermostats. And uh, I hope if you're on this call this morning and you find yourself being a thermometer instead of a thermostat, uh, that you will take heed to what Jacob talked about this morning. I hope everybody has a great week. Uh, remember, if you uh, get a chance to invite somebody to be on our call, but just give them our call-in number so they can dial in direct. And uh, we'd love to have some uh, new folks on the call. And uh, we thank you so much for attending today. We hope each of you has a great and safe rest of the week. And we'll see you back next Wednesday morning on Game Changers Devotional.